two sponsors this week electro voice and sk coffee electro voice for 91 years electro voice has designed and engineered leading edge sound reinforcement solutions products that empower the performer exceed the expectations of the audio professional and elevate the audience experience electro voice makes live sound solutions speakers portable speakers and microphones they were kind enough to provide us with the mics we're using today and are a big part of helping make this podcast possible so thank you to all the folks over at electro voice we really appreciate it and sk coffee sk coffee provides amazing quality coffee beans Seriously, some of the best stuff I've tried up here. And what's better is these guys work directly with the farmers who provide their beans to provide the utmost integrity and standards when it comes to importing their beans. So go to skcoffee.org where you can purchase individual bags of beans or sign up for a subscription. Use the code GREENROOM, all one word, again, GREENROOM, to get 15% off your first order. Uh, Again, skcoffee.org, use the code GREENROOM to get 15% off your first order. Uh, seriously you guys this coffee is amazing i've tried the peruvian and guatemalan blends and they're both out of this world i spent some time down in guatemala a few years back and one of my favorite parts of being down there was waking up every morning and being able to drink their coffee and now i think i can get an equivalent cup with their guatemalan blend up here from sk coffee so go to skcoffee.org again use the code greenroom for 15 percent off your first order Thanks again to Electro Voice and SK Coffee. This is Ben Daly with the Minnesota weather. <laughs> How is it out there, Ben? Well, it's humid, bud. It gon' rain. It gon' rain. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome everybody to the green room. Kish looks different again this week. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Kish. <laughs> she got a haircut. <laughs> what up, y'all? I'm Matt. We're here with Matt Thornton. We got True Feels. We're both wearing True Feels merch today. Yeah, I got the pink hat, the faded pink hat. Look out. Wow. You guys are, that's flattering. (laughs) You know? It hasn't left my head since Friday night. Repping hard. I've never taken this off. All right. I'm feeling a little weirder about it. Yeah. I'm never going to wash this hat. I'm never going to wash my body (laughs) underneath this shirt either. Uh, Um, Anyway, yeah, so Matt's filling in for Kish. Well, he is still out in Los Angeles doing whatever he does out there. Doing a kish on wish. He's just doing a kish on wish where he buys trinkets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He buys trinkets on wish. And then obviously. And then they they come about three months later. Three months later. And he forgot, (laughs) forgets that he even ordered them. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something you would do. Yeah, it's like wish miss. Every day. Merry kish miss. Merry Merry wish miss, bud. Wow. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Matt just got back Went from, from summer camp, music festival. How was your Indeed. time down there? Uh, it was good. I uh, went with some homies. and uh, yeah, you were, were you playing fun, down there? Fun was had. Fun was Patrick. had. Did you happen to catch the Nine Inch Nails cover set? I did not, actually. Bum Our guest today. So. Our guest today was on there. Was at the same place as you? Such a small world, but there's yes. so many freaking people there. I'm right. surprised, yeah, and there's so much too. to do, and there's like so many good things happening on every stage all the time. It's absolutely mind blowing. So True. I don't blame you. 
Very true. It's hard. It's hard. It's overwhelming when you have like eight cha- eight stages of music to choose from, and there's all there's always like three or four bands you kind of want to see. True. And it's a high. You have to like just pick and choose. It's like every other music festival, but when there's like eight stages, it just makes their sense. lineup though is always just like absolutely it's, it's insane. It's always great. So. Yeah, totally. And uh, you know we hung we hung around for a bit. Um, I went up there with my homie Aaron So Down, and he kind of finagle his way to get me in there with him too. Not really. It was just a guest pass situation. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like He's by the books, finagle, ladies though. and gentlemen. I think, He's by the books. I think um, we met, I met Aaron for the first time. That was the first time I met him in person. Or maybe the second time ever at summer camp. He was sitting in with someone else. No, he had his own set. No, did he? Okay. Yeah, he had his own set. Okay. No, but we met him because we were sitting in with Filibusta. Right. Yes, awesome. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's anyway, that's just super year, random. Too. So this year, oh, yeah. yeah, you got to go. Yeah, awesome. He, t- he told me he's been going for like four years. He's like, I went for years just by myself, chilling. Yeah, he did. He was telling me like, that too. Like we were hanging out because when you left, you and uh, Chicken Wings had to go move. Or that's a birth like name, that. by yeah, the way. Yeah, I had everybody. to move. Chicken Wings. Yeah, that's his <laughs> that's real the birth name. name. I'd be out of my place like the day after we were supposed to sit in with Troy. So I. Just like went and woke up at like five in the morning and drove home and moved all day. It was really, really, really Ooh. fun. Mm-hmm. It so was fun. such a hard festival to leave. Usually, I feel like at a festival, so I'm like ready to be done. I'm it was ready so much for fun. to go lay in my bed in the cold AC, you know. But I feel yeah. you. And it was super hot and humid. That's the only thing that gave me less FOMO. Actually, was seeing that it was going to be like a hundred degrees every single day. It was like that. It was like that when we were down there too. And there was like was thunderstorms. Crazy. Did you guys get any storms that roll through? Uh, so we actually, um, everybody's schedule is different, and uh, I wanted to make sure I got in. And we didn't all get there till Saturday and Sunday. So. Oh, okay, cool. What was the best? Uh, what was the best show you saw? Oh man. Um, I mean, ding, 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 other than my boy ding, ding, that ding, ding. I came there with to see us at. Um, so down. I fucking think that Liquid Stranger like murdered it. Yeah, dude. And uh, it, it was crazy it because does. his set was like so wild. There wasn't like it. W- it basically seemed like a big insano, f- just drops. It was just like the heaviest music the whole time. But it was really good. And yeah. he played. Uh, he played more than one set. So that was just one of the sets he played. So really, that's yeah. awesome. Um, Other one we can pipe dream so. to have Martin was it on like here a, somewhere. Was it a, <laughs> like a stranger? Late? Is super dope. I think. Was, like, was it like a two a.m. three a.m. set? Man, I forgot what time it was. Oh, to it was be like honest, super late. Um, it wasn't. Oh God, what no was it? concept of time. I was just in man. All my chakras were like, "Don't look at your watch." And I don't have a watch. <laughs> I don't have a watch, so it's easy, dude. So, I, yeah, yeah, dude. I saw him at the, the five tent. It was like three a.m. and he closed down that night, like the whole festival. Hold that up, night. dude. Were you there last weekend? No, it oh, okay. was. Okay, I'm pretty sure that might have been though. the same slot this year. It was the Vibe Tent. And it like, shot down the dude, festival Vibe for that night. Dude, Vibe Tent is so litty committee. It was epic, committee. dude, because there was so many people that they were outside of the tent, and people were like stacked, like 50 deep behind the tent dude. area, just like out. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. We would have been having, it would have been annoying if we weren't with Antic. They had their little like front of house booth. Did you stand yeah, up there? Yeah, totally. Um, I went by there, but I didn't kick it up there like mm-hmm. a whole ton, to be honest. I was either kind of... Meandering all over the place or kicking it side stage. Met a lot of cool people too, which nice. is sweet. And it's, it's always dope to like meet mm-hmm. DJs and musicians that are really tight people. As yeah, well. for sure. Yeah. yeah, dude, Martin is exactly like Liquid Stranger is like one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. I think he's from Sweden. Um, huh. 
or Holland. He's gonna. I know he's gonna be pissed. He's from the Netherlands, and <laughs> I, um, I think he's Swedish. Is he? Okay. I thought. So anyway, yeah, um, he's like one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Every time I see him, he takes like a second to just say something like super genuine and give me some like, I don't know, like mentory sort of advice. And That's awesome. Yeah, he's like just the coolest, most down-to-earth guy ever. And he gave me this like uh, advice I remember a long time ago. Um, at up north, I guess that was two years ago when he, and he was like, That's what I just make sure you find a good crew. Like as soon as you have a good, you have good people around you, like good things will happen. And I think he's, you know, a testament to that because Wakan has been killing it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I just signed a, I just signed a track to Wakan. Did you? Yeah. Sweet. Um, but I can't talk about it besides that. I don't think it's a uh, release date. Coming soon. Woo! Thanks, Martin. Um, yeah, I met him at Up North for the first time, and I'm a nobody. I'm just, like, walking around, and hey, man. he was, he, like, talked to me for, like, five to ten minutes. Just, Nobody's a nobody. Well, I know, That's but right. you know what I mean? I'm just, like, I'm just a nobody, and he's <laughs> liquid stranger. And he talked to me for, like, ten minutes, and he was the nicest dude in the world. He really is. Word. Super nice. Super, he always is, like, very happy to give advice. That's like, awesome. So. Yeah. Definitely oh, yeah. a cool dude. I'm loving his new trend of the all over t-shirts all the time. All the, over, you, all over. The crazy t-shirts, yeah, you mean? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That, I, I he realize he's adopted, those. like, yeah, he loves those all over prints. Check out Festy Days, Martin. Well, cool. Um, what else? <laughs> Glad what else to hear that there? about homie. I like, uh, um, what else did go down? Yeah. Did you, uh, did you walk through the, the forest? I walked through the forest a little bit. I mean, you know, it's good people watching pretty much all over the place. My boys low-key played a set at the Pyramid stage. Oh, folks. yeah. It was really tight. That's, is that at the Grassroots uh, tent? I don't think so. Maybe I'm ignorant. Well, no, Pyramid stage is its own stage. Really? Right, I appreciate yeah, that. For a second, that took, me, like, that took me a second to get what you had just said, because you were like, my boys low-key played. The, the, and I thought you were trying to say that they were playing like a secret set. <laughs> like a low-key set? <laughs> Shh, don't, but don't it was tell them who it is. Low-key? No, their name is low-key. They're out of Chicago. Yeah, they're dope. We played they're with sweet. them. sweet. What um, up, boys? At summer, uh, summer <laughs> camp, or summer set. Yeah, Not they played camp, the Manic Focus stage with us. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so I got to go on stage for a second, too. That was cool with my boys on uh, so down for our new track that's coming out, and uh, that was fun. And it was a long drive to uh, Minneapolis, and then summer <laughs> camp from Denver. I'm kind of kicking it in the Midwest for a little bit. Cool. So well, it's good to have you back. But it was fun jumping around up there. Well, what are you excited to do while you're here? Um, is eat. I want to eat all the good food. <laughs> Perfect and, segue. Uh, I want to jump in the lake, but yeah, let's go back to the food. W- segue to a new segment that we have here. Uh, uh, uh. When you want some food. Ooh. Oh my God, this is cringy. Sorry, hold on. Let's try one more time. All right, all right, I got one. Hold up. I couldn't finish that. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Three, two, one. All right, hold on, hold on. One more time. Three, Ready? two, one. We want to talk about food. Food. Done. You want to talk about food? Food. You want to talk about food? Let's talk about food. Let's talk about where you've been this year. Oh, pot twist. (laughs) (laughs) Chomping noise. Uh, So, I eat food. Yes. You do? How about you guys? I like food. I I like like food food too. I eat it. Food is good. I do eat food. You're back in the Midwest. You grew up and lived in Minneapolis forever. True. Coming back, you, what food you craving? What food you want? Where you want to go eat? Help. 
Um, <laughs> what are you craving? Let's see here. Masu. Well, yeah. when I come through, I always <laughs> eat a sushi spot called Masu. And, you know, maybe you out of towners. Well, I guess I'm not a towner now, too. But people that don't know about Masu will say, oh, you get sushi in Minnesota? No thanks. But actually, they fly their stuff in from Japan all of the time. Okay. So suck it is on super that bomb. shit. <laughs> and also, they have a really, really bomb spicy ginger plum margarita. And you should go get it. It has Thai chili oil in it. It's a little spicy. It's Ooh. like it's real nice. If it's a like, nice damn. low heat. I love it. I yeah. love it. If and you it's like purple. a little spicy with your drinking, <laughs> then get that's the new thing. That's the new thing. Uh, Sociable cider <laughs> has a new cider out. Uh, that's the habanero cucumber, and it's yeah. really delicious. Though. So spicy Ooh. in the drink is the new thing. There's, and if you ain't had it, yeah. get it. Yeah. Get you spicy some. Spicy in the drink. We get have a yeah chili pepper. There's chili pepper liqueur too that we've been making like rum drinks with. It's like. Super spicy. It's awesome. Yeah, I found it. out that they weren't using Thai chili oil, actually. I don't know why I just said that. I found out they have some sort of, like, red chili pepper tincture that they make with vodka that they actually cool. put in there. Wait, what's this? What's it called? The Spicy Ginger Plum Margarita. At Masu. Yes, at Masu. Yo, Masu, if you hear this, sponsor us. We need... <laughs> all, we, all we ask for is free meals for a year. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, a it. year, it's thorny. Not that big a like, deal. five for years. For life. Yeah. For okay. life, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we can compromise with five deal. years, because, you know. <laughs> okay. So what do you... What are you? What have you been digging, Megan? Well, we can segue right from the sushi into ramen. You know, oh, uh, Domo, Domo yeah. is really dank, and people talk shit. You know, I've heard it. You know, well, you can shut your well, ass up because they have some really good ramen there. They experiment with a new kind every couple months to peep it out. Last time we called it chicken nug ramen. Really, I wasn't really a huge fan of it, but that's not to say their house ramen is like super bomb. They have a, a lamb meatball ramen right now that is really super bomb, too. But I think the money for them is in their steam buns. They have a pulled pork steam bun is that really is unbelievable. It's got, like, house pickles on it, spicy mayo, and it's, like, loaded to the bro, bro. <laughs> so, anyway, Domo's super bomb. I've heard Roman Kazam, ramen, Roman. Roman. <laughs> Roman, Roman Kazama, a Greek uh, ramen place. Oh, I didn't. They filmed Kazam at a ramen place? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess I got really bad. confused. Yeah, yeah all really of confused. that was just confusing. Y'all. So anyway, Shazam! Damn it! <laughs> yeah, because I can vouch for the ramen though. Shat, guys, <coughs> I have to go back there. I only had the house ramen. It was pretty good. Have you had the steam buns though? Because that's yeah. what I'm seriously. Yeah, the steam buns are really good. Unbelievable! I think they're the mm-hmm. best in Minneapolis. So everyone, anybody <laughs> want to survival the steam bun challenge I've set forth? Bring them by. <laughs> I'll check it out. I'll see if you're right. Come one, come all. Yeah, Bring yeah. Bring us steam buns. What uh, else? What else is bomb? Chimborazo. In Northeast. Yes. Ecuadorian me food. Me and Thorny just went there. You did, you so did? good. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Last weekend. Why did you why, why oh, I didn't, think, I didn't think you wanted to go. Dude, yeah, bro. Like my face. <laughs> you didn't think you wanted to go. Sorry, Patty. No, it's all good. I was just there recently. I think you were at work, so shut your ass up. All right, probably. Whoa, anyway, that's the number two. Good shut food. your good ass food. up tonight. Ecuadorian food. Oh, really? Two? I think so. All for Pat? I think so. Hmm. I already got that. It's not even four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Shut your ass up. Shut your ass up. <laughs> That's three, baby. <laughs> yeah, good Ecuadorian foods, chimborazo. Yeah, the yapping gachos. Yeah, they're yeah, they're really good. Is where it's at. They're these potato pancakes stuffed with mozzarella. And the saltado is really good. It's like, I don't know, really flavorful chicken or pork. I think you can get beef maybe too. And it comes with fries all mixed in. That's I've never tried amazing. that there. Fries mixed in with chicken. Dude, I think we could just safely there. say that Northeast is killing it. Everything we've mentioned it, so yeah. far is Northeast. And speaking of which, we just went last night. Uh, there's a place right next to my place called High High. 
It's oh, owned yeah. by Ola Arepa, which is in South Minneapolis. Yeah, um, same by people. an awesome lesbian couple. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And um, they, it's a Viet Thai fusion place on university, and it's amazing. They have really bomb, like, uh, Thai lettuce wraps. And yep. the, papaya the papaya salad. That was really good. The papaya salad was on fire. Yeah. And the sticky rice was also. Yeah, I got the, the Hanoi fuego. sticky rice. I got the beef the, larb. Beef larb? Larb. Oh, larb. Yeah, I had to like reread it twice. So I'm like, I had a few beers. I had a few beers at this point yesterday, and so I like was wondering if I was actually, if I was like tripping or <laughs> And I remember reading it, and I thought I said like beef lamb, and I'm like, wait, larb? Larb. <laughs> I'm familiar, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the term larb, but apparently it's a thing. Um, and you got the thing. I got it. It was good. They it's actually a have... derogatory term for lamb. <laughs> they also have a passion fruit chili sauce that they serve with their chicken wontons and that sauce alone i could put it on everything it's super duper good they have good brunch apparently too and i'm not yet That's what i've heard been by to check it out but anyway let's venture to other part of the cities people where are we at? Outside of Northeast. Outside of Northeast? Let's go. 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 let us go the blue door. Blue door is fire. Blue yeah. door is pretty good. The okay. juicy Lucy. But, if, but you gotta has you gotta give respect like to the original though. Up too. A notch, Matt's though. is the original. Are you it sure it's not quite as like? I thought 508 like, or five eight, eight, five eight, eight, the five eight, eight. the five eight. I think it's five eight. Five eight, eight is the sprawl. Downtown. Five eight is the sprawl version of the original. Is it? What about the rail station? I think Obama Matt's, went to Matt's bar, yeah, so that pretty much Obama, settles it. Obama, he's not about that 5'8". Obama came and went to Matt's bar. So, so there you that, go. That kind of yeah. says that. Seal the deal. But thanks a lot, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the Blue Door is really bomb. They do flavored tots, which is my favorite thing. They, they You can get any of their wing sauces on their tots. So that's ooh, pretty ooh. mind blown. That's pretty good. And all the Blue Doors have their own like specialty burger. Cause, like that's the one true. in Dinky and the one in St. Oh, Pizzi. Yeah. What one have you had? Uh, the Longfellow one is the one that I've got. It's is that the, the one peanut south. butter? No, that's the Jiffy, which if you haven't gotten the peanut butter burger, go do that. Get it cowboy style with the onion rings. and the It's, it's amazing. Peanut butter burger, cowboy yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it sounds weird because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of people don't want peanut butter on their burgers. But yes, you do. Trust me, it's dank. They put, I forgot what cheese they put on it. What do they put? Yeah, you get to pick. doesn't really matter. It be anything. All right, it, we're going to Blue Door. Yeah, we yeah, Blue Door is what it is. There's a Dude, new Blue Door in Dicky Town, yo. And now I gotta like hungry. I gotta go move though. Okay, bye. God. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but yeah, now we're in South, all right. So we got then we got if you were Girl talking loop. happy hour dankness, we got Nighthawks, which does a five dollar chicken bacon ranch sandwich that is actually massive for being five bucks, especially <gasps> considering that their fried chicken plate is a twenty four dollar entree. So for five bucks, big ass sandwich. If you're drunk and you need to sober up in South, hit Nighthawks or Kiachi, Super Bomb. Kiachi. Their nigori, the white nigori. The sashimi, the lunch sashimi bowl is where it's at. It is good. It's it's a good place if you like really traditional sushi. It's definitely not got like any of that Americanized like. Yeah, you're not gonna get like a deep fried roll. Yeah, like eel sauce and spicy mayo and like all that. Uh, like extra shit. It's very clean. It's very very like clean sushi. And they're sustainable too, which is cool. They're partnered with the Minnesota Aquarium, so That's all good. their stuff is sustainable. I thought they have Yellowtail. Is cool. Yellowtail sustainable now? I don't really know the answer to either of those questions, yeah, if they okay. have it or if it is sustainable. What I'm hearing anyway, regardless, is that the new jam is Wildcat. 
Wild. Uh-oh. Oh, a lot yeah. of people are now just not down. People are not with down with farm. the sustainable farm fresh yeah, salmon. Yeah, even sustainable like where they're allowed to like swim over a big area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People are against that. People want that right. wild caught Atlantic salmon. Yeah, what is the reasoning for that? I I think the I think the reasoning like, is live in a box. I don't know because. You know what? I don't know enough to speak on it because I thought it was because Look you wanted up. wild caught because of how they're allowed to kind of swim freely. It's kind of like um, they're not like muscly cage like free. A cow. It's almost like cage free eggs, but you're still farming <laughs> chicken. I don't think world. that that's the reason. <laughs> okay, but I wasn't trying to hate on kiachi either. I've been tr- wanting to try kiachi forever. Dude, it's really, really good. I used to live a, like a block from it, so I was there entirely too much. Um, if you do go there entirely too much, though, they have free glass of sake tokens that they will start to give you. So there's a little also life hack. Pays yourself back. I still have a couple in my drawer right now. (laughs) 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 And you know, that sake sneaks up on you. I think it's one of the funnest buzzes though. Until you get a headache about 20 minutes later. (laughs) That 20 minutes is pure euphoria. Oh yeah, pure euphoria. (laughs) I forget where I am. Yeah, what I else is down in South? Man, what is hard to down say. in South? It changes. Oh, so much you know what? Oh, right. Victor's. People are yeah. Victor's, Victor's is the fire. Nineteen fifty nine cafe. Yeah. Go Cuban get a Cuban. Food. Cuban food. Um, it's teeny. It's a teeny place, and I, I always pack to the such brim. Such funny out the memories door. of you and Victor's nineteen fifty nine cafe. Nineteen fifty nine. Oh yeah. Quite a year. What a year. Quite a year. What a time to be alive. I know. So yeah, Victor's is bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's good in uh, Denver? I'm not really that familiar with it. Denver, Boulder area um, that you think is Broomfield. You're in Broomfield, right? I am in Broomfield. I heard I'm it's the like, tidiest uh, suburb. Man, Westminster Broomfield area does not have a lot of anything to eat. No, at all. No, I mean there's restaurants, but it's like we hit chain that T Bell there one time. Yeah, the T Bell is some. Or was that McD's? Food. Chuck and I went and got some Chinese food. It was okay. <laughs> I go to Denver for basically all the f- restaurant needs. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What's good there? My favorite place in Denver is Tokyo. T-O-K-I-O. It's I think you Japanese took us spot. there. Did we go there? Yeah, like Sounds the very familiar. first time you took us to go get sushi. We were with like Dope. Claire and all the homies. Dude, why do I not remember that? That name sounds I don't familiar, know, but, but I, I remember, remember not either. being hungry, so I didn't eat any sushi, and I remember being bummed because it looked really bum. Damn. Yeah, they also have like the best ramen I've had yet in Denver. So. Nice. And there's had, um, illegal Pete's, and if you want the giantest breakfast burrito in the world, Sam's number three. That's where I got those huge oh, burritos those that we got that one time. ones? That's Unbelievable. like four meals in one. They have like 50 different kinds, literally like 50 What's kinds of What's breakfast burritos. Sam's number three. Sam's number three, cool. Have you ever heard of that? No. Yeah, I don't know how we stumbled across it. I think I. Where'd you say that was? Denver. What part? Do you know? Ugh, I don't. We we just happened to like be staying. Where Alex? Yeah, at a friend's, and then we just like Google like breakfast burrito near me, and went there, and it ended up being like this place with like fifty bajillion kinds of breakfast burrito, and they were insane. I got like a mac and cheese, some sort of exploding extravaganza. I want that. Yeah, it was bomb. But what, what are the, what's the good uh, Mexican food? Um, honestly, I, I don't know if I've found the primo Mexican spot, even though, like, you know, part of Colorado used to be Mexico. I was going to say, so, like, like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, all <laughs> it's so prevalent. Honestly, it's all pretty good Mexican food. Actually, there are a couple of spots. One place called Comida, which is super fire. And this place, Tamayo, 
Had an El Pastor, it was the chronic, and I also had the best michelada I've ever had. You in and my your life. micheladas. Well, you want to tell everybody what a michelada is? Well, see, here's the problem. I don't know 100%, but it's like, <laughs> it's like a Bloody Mary, like without the vodka, and like, I feel like without the crazy mix too, and it's kind of like a. Clamato, it's beer instead of the vodka. I think it's so just it's like beer Clamato. and Clamato. Yeah, but then people vary it up. Like maybe they put horseradish in there, but it's if always you put citrusy. Vodka in there though, that becomes a Caesar. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's not, but, but like you got to add the lime juice or lemon juice too. Okay. Like, there's not like one right delicate, answer. And there's then there's not the one chili right answer, salt. Yep. Yeah, there's not one. You just Googled it? Yeah. Um, Ooh, let's see some pics. It's uh, basically just a Mexican drink or a Latin American drink made with beer, lime juice, and assorted sauces, spices, and peppers. So as long as you have the beer and the lime Yo. juice. Oh, my God, uh, there's, It says there's various recipes all throughout Latin America. Um, and it's uh, often, it's a folk myth that, or not a myth, folk remedy Math. for hangovers. Ooh. So sounds like a remedy Latin. for my insomnia, too. Right. Sounds <laughs> like a remedy for everything. <laughs> Seems like just a good thing. We should go get micheladas after this. <laughs> don't, tempt, don't tempt me Blue with a good time. Blue door michelada. Oh, oh, oh. Don't tempt me with a good time, man. You got right. work to do. That's yeah, right. Let's yeah, work okay, on these meaties. Okay. Uh, what else is so like on tour? Was there any place that you guys ate on tour? Was like one of my favorite things to do is ah, just go eat and find man. cool spots. We is it something standing. Out? I don't know if we talked about this already when we got right back from California, but um, if you're in San Francisco, go to Mai Mai. That was one of the best brunches I've ever had. I had this really really good crab Benedict. I'm benedicted. I'm a dick. And I'm benedicted <laughs> to you. Oh my god. <laughs> Cause I want it. Wanna eat it. Eat the benedict. <laughs> we are such we a go shit hard. Show. Oh man. But yeah, um, that was really bad. That's like and the then, Mediterranean uh, place. No, right? the the Mediterranean place is called Dunye. Oh, Dunye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, my, my. Yeah, well, that was the corner mm-hmm. place. Yeah, And that place was really good, too. Yeah, yeah. Mediterranean Dunye. Greek brunch. And bottomless yes. mimosas, bro. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Those were the bottomless places there. And then uh, when I was in um, Seattle, I got to go to a place called the Rusty Pelican. And, uh, mm. like, that whole area <laughs> of the West Coast <laughs> is, uh, like, popular for Dungeness Crab. So I got a Dungeness Crab Benedict. And it was also super dark. I can't really decide which one I think was better. I think there was salmon in my Benedict in um, San Fran. Right. So, you know, they were both just amazing because we were right on the coast. So let's talk about if uh, you're gonna go to the West Coast, eat crab Benedict every day. For God's sake. (laughs) For fuck's sake, Jesus Christ. Jesus. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about a place a little closer to home, Iowa City. Poncheros. You know where I was going with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like I don't have any phenomenal spots in Iowa City. Oh, you know sure. you That's do. the only one. Poncheros. I think it's their sure first one exist. ever. It's the headquarters, right? I think yeah, it's the original spot. Yeah. Poncheros Ooh. is oh, like sure. make you a burrito the I, size of your thigh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a, a this is a highly debated topic, but I would say it's better than Chipotle. It's not highly debated. That's 100% true. I and I saw Pat put away it's a burrito so bigger good. than anything I've ever seen in my life. She is. In one sitting, too. Their queso is way better. I mean, they had queso before. Chipotle even They do queso for queso. free, first of all. They mix you know, up your it's burrito. Not it's not free queso. anymore. Okay, well, it was. It they started out free. free. Yeah. And they mix up the ingredients in your burrito so you don't get a big bite of rice, thanks to Chipotle. Yeah, they mix it all. Thanks, they thanks a lot, Trump. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we both went different directions <laughs> with that. 
Yeah, we can blame um, Trump for it. It's cool. And also, they fresh make their tortillas right in front of your face. Yeah, it's really good. And so, their sauces are bomb. They have their own sauces. Everything about them is way better. They're Flav, Flav Kano, Flavol Kano or whatever. Flavol Kano! And then what's um, the it's green? It's Kano. Greenade. Is that what that's called? Greenade. <laughs> yeah, Greenade. Like a grenade. Yeah, it's green. really dang really like good. tomatillo salsa verde. Ooh, yeah. Well, do it. I'm so hungry right now. I know, I know. We just need it. Hey, you knew this was the food Hey, Perry, you going to finish that half a piece of gum you got there, dude? You want it? No. You're going to be so buzzed, man. <laughs> Patting his nicotine gum. Oh, God. Stop making fun of me for my nicotine gum, Well, I gum, can't smoke cigarettes Sorry, in the house, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I only vape. <laughs> People are going to, like, be driving and just drive off the road out of just, like, not wanting to hear us anymore. I know. Man. It's just, just pure, pure stupidity. <laughs> pure stupidity at this point. Rest in uh, peace. We're sorry. <laughs> True. But anyway, let's introduce... The uh, the guest, eh? Yeah. This week's guest is a very special, special guest. Very special. His special name. guest, a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Matt. His name is Matt Harris. He's from Zugma. He's the drummer in Zugma, and he just played in summer camp for the uh, Nine Inch Nails tribute, like summer camp all-star Nine Inch Nails. So tribute. ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt, Pat, Matt, and me. Everybody, so uh, this is Matt Harris from Zugma. Uh, what and, the fuck is Zugma? Yeah, I don't know. Can you help us uh, help us answer that question? What's in Z fuck? Oh man. Uh, well, <laughs> Zugma. Uh, we started like started this project like ten years ago. Uh, me and Justin played in uh, a band in college, and it was like a it's like a hill country blues band. That's like, very much like like North Mississippi All Stars, like Carl Burnside. Jesus cool. Kimbrough, a cool, lot of those cool. like cats, you know, just basically doing a bunch of cover tunes and some original music. Um, and then around that time, like 2007, um, you know, we started listening to a lot more like electronic music and we're like, Hey, let's, let's start a new project. And, um, and it's kind of more in this world. And so we did. And I knew Brock from high school, from uh, just like the local Memphis scene. And so uh, I hit him up, you know, to come down and jam with this. And then we had a couple other um, buddies in college um, that were in the band when we started. And then uh, within like about the first six months, this is like right at the end of our like senior years of college. And so, uh, at the end of that, a couple of the guys like left uh, to go back home. And so and one of them was our bassist, one was our percussionist. And so uh, that was when we added on Brock and we added on Ryan. We knew Ryan from uh, a band that he played in Memphis. Yeah, and for people who don't know who are Brock, what does Brock do and what did Ryan do in the, in the group? So Ryan's, uh, Ryan plays bass and Brock plays guitar, the keys, and uh, does some like the live mixing. Cool, um, cool. Well, and uh so yeah man, so we we uh started this project and you know when we first started it was uh you know we were again like doing you know a lot of covers and um and just a lot of like long extended you know electronic improv jams and we used to throw these uh these late night parties at our keyboardist's house um it was called the farmhouse and so like uh, the way we kind of like really kind of started like really digging into the 
the Oxford and Memphis scene was we would throw after parties out here. It's this huge like ranch house um, right outside of the city limits of Oxford. So the city cops couldn't really fuck with this. It was, it was County. And so we, uh, we would, you know, like, you know, acts, you know, like, I remember like Boombox, Perpetual Groove, STS9, these acts coming through and we would go to the shows and like hand out, you know, flyers for these, you know, after parties out there. And it's just kind of like anything goes like, you know, we'd go to like, you know, five, six in the morning sometimes, just like just throwing these after parties and everybody come out there and rage. And they kind of became like this, you know, sort of like legendary thing in, in the Oxford community where, um, uh, you know, people just kind of started expecting us to like do these like all the times, which we were doing, you know, quite a bit, but then uh, eventually, you know, the guys that lived in the house moved out and uh, it kind of, you know, kind of somewhat came to an end, but that really kind of helped us, you know, kind of get into that whole scene and develop a fan base pretty quickly in both Memphis and Oxford and kind of like the surrounding college areas where like these, you know, kids would travel in from like Mississippi State or you know, University of Memphis or Rhodes College or Alabama to come like see shows at the Lyric in Oxford. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. From that point on, we started just kind of, you know, touring a little bit here and there and just growing it. And yeah, yeah. And so what was that time period? You said like 2007? Uh, well, so like we started, like it was like the end of 2007 when we like kind of first like formed advanced. It was like 2008 is when we started like playing shows. So like, between like 2008, 2009 is when like this whole kind of thing was happening. Then around like 2000, the end of 2009 or, or fall 2009. It blows my mind that bands can stay together for that long. Yeah, that's super cool, man. I mean, it's like, (laughs) I'd say, what is it like, you know, the the, uh, expression is nine out of 10 new businesses fail, but like 99 out of 100 bands will fail within the first month, break up within (laughs) something (laughs) like that. So to get, to get even beyond like a month or two as, as a band, um, when you're, when you're, the more people you involve and you guys have, what do you guys have? Five people. You had five people in Zuma. Uh, four of us. Four of us. And, four of you guys. Uh, okay. It was five for, for a short, for a short time period. For a, a few years, it was five. We had a keyboardist. Uh, oh, you know, I was, I was thinking of your, um, your tour manager or your, like your, your roadie guy. Andy. That's, yeah. Uh, that's oh, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. It was for whatever reason I thought of there was five of you guys, but yeah, four on stage. Four on yeah, stage. Yeah. Four on stage. And then we, yeah, we have, um, you know, a few different guys who work with front of house and, and lighting. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned Andy, Andy, and he's one, yeah. of our, one of our main, he's, he's been who we've been working with most recently, but we've got a few guys we work with here and there just depending on, you know, whatever our schedule is, you know, where right, we are, right. like, you know, what, what makes sense, you know, traveling. Sure. Um, yeah. But I mean, to be, to like the more people you add, I feel like the harder and harder it is. It's like being in a relationship with four oh, people totally. all at once <laughs> and you have oh, to make it compromises. It's, like, it's just ridiculous. Oh, the more people you like, add, the harder it gets. Being married to three people, you know, like, cause yeah, you're, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's all a relationship. And I mean, you have to make compromises and, you know, but creatively and, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded right now of that when we went on tour um, and did just like, I did, I went and did Chicago and Detroit with Zugma once and Minneapolis too. And um, <laughs> the guy that came and did merch with us, Tony, he yes. like he went to this hotel with this chick, uh, like left the show, like left the merch booth to go to the this hotel with this chick. Like doesn't come back for hours, and then goes home with her too. And then we couldn't get a hold of him the whole next morning. We left his ass in Chicago. We did. It was really <laughs> fun. Right. Like, hey, buddy, you know you want to. You he go? finally called us like an hour 
like an hour and a half after we were out of Chicago on the way to Detroit. And he's like, what's going on? And we're like, we left your ass. Like you were taking a big van call and your phone was dead. So we waited for like 30 minutes and we left you. And he was like, he figured out a ride and actually pissed off. But we no, like, how about you get that like, girl that was trying to ride your dick all night to drive you over here? <laughs> he was he like, I deserve it, out the, I deserve it. He ended up driving with Kofresi, which was also yeah. funny because Ben was all like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm tired. And the person who's going to drive me can't drive me anymore. And then we're like, oh, shit, well, you're not going to make it. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll drive myself. We're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 so it's, funny, ride with him. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're sitting down and you're drunk. It's like, can somebody get me a beer? Can somebody get me a beer? No. no. I guess I'll stand up and go do it. No big deal. I can that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think it's been made official. Uh, Zugma is is breaking up. You guys don't have any more shows. I think it's indefinite. Is it a? Yeah, we're not. We're not. Yeah, no. It's yeah, we're not breaking up. We are. Yeah, taking. Yeah, hiatus. Definitely. Yeah, hiatus. Yeah, because yeah. you know we we all still love each other and we still have fun doing this. But it was just one of those things. Like uh, like I said, you know, we've been doing this. You know. 10 years now and it's right. been it's a long time man. constant like go 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 on the road and when we're off the road it's you know we're you know working on a new record and then you know everything that goes behind it and you know it's 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 uh i mean it's a pleasure to be able to do this for a living and we and we you know definitely grateful for every every single bit of it um you know good or bad along the way but uh it's you know it gets, gets to a point where it's like hey you know this you know zugma is a big part of our life but it's not you know, that's not the only thing in our life. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, want sure. to like focus on some other things in life. Uh, I might do some other things creatively. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where, you know, we kind of decided that, you know, now seemed like a good time. It was just, you know, we put out, you know, a new record, you know, in the fall. And it did really, you know, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Future and blue. Yeah. I listened to it like 10 times when it came out. I like listened I'm to repeat. it three nights in a row live yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know so it, it, it just kind of you know we're like hey well you know we got this new record out and you know it it's feel like it's still got you know a little time to ride you know on that so it's like well we can take that thing you know, sure, for out. sure still has legs dude like uh yeah. it was rated it was rated like one of the most underrated projects of last year on reddit's like giant playlist seriously yeah like I top 10 that. I was most like, underrated yeah. yeah there was dude, a, we reddit, had a couple of friends strong, that man. were on there i think like elliot lip was on there as well with you guys and then um yeah somebody else i don't remember but mm. yeah it was a cool little there's a that's a cool thing that reddit puts out every year Y'all are bored. Yeah, I, I, no, to. Yeah, I don't even know what this is. I'm yeah, they have all these different too. playlists that they curate once a year that are like 10 most underrated, 10 best voted this genre, 10 vote, uh, 10 best like up and comer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like really? crowdsourced, you know, instead of just like iTunes purchases. That's super cool. So. I mean, that's why I love Reddit, but um, I don't know that. We'll talk about this afterwards because I need to get some links. Yeah. And go back like 10 years and just check everything. Well, it was out. crazy. I'm like looking through it. I'm like seeing, you know, like the popular shit. And then all of a sudden it's like, most underrated shit. It's like Zugma, Zugma like people, Future a bunch of people I know. I'm nice. like, hell yeah. The first time I heard, the first time I heard <laughs> you guys' <laughs> music was, um, you guys did a, a remix of the um, Stranger <laughs> Things, the Stranger Things theme, that major seventh arpeggio. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was the first time I heard you guys. It came, it came across randomly on SoundCloud. I was like cleaning or something like that. Uh, no, and, no shit, that's funny. And it came on like that random, like, you know, like next song that you get. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it was right when Stranger Things had come out, like, or shortly thereafter. 
and I'd watched it as soon as, and I was like cleaning and doing dishes and I heard it and I'm like, Oh, stranger things remix. Super cool. It was like, I was excited cause I, my ear recognized a major seventh chord. So like I got a little music boner in my pants and I got, <laughs> and then I, I checked it, it out. I'm like, Oh, Zugma, cool. And then like, we played that show with you guys and I was like, no way. I was, I thought I was all trendy, like eight months before they talked to me about touring with them. Cause I found out, I found their song, uh, what it is, I think. Is that, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And, um, I, that song was bitching. I thought it was cool. I was going to like play it out and stuff. And then I saw it on Sirius radio and was like, well, shit, I'm obviously not ahead of the crowd here because it's on fucking Sirius. And then like four months later, we got a, well, I think I had reached out to y'all to do an official remix for my album actually, but I think yeah. I SoundCloud and which nobody like ever checks. <laughs> exactly. So then later you're like, well, that sucks, but then we missed that, but you want to go on tour? So so it worked out. out. Yeah. All it's kind of funny. Small, small world. We find it and out. And now we're like BFFs. We are BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. Making crawfish together, y'all. Yeah, I heard you guys, uh, you guys were just uh, in, um, in Colorado recently. So hold up. Weren't you guys at the Ogden semi-recently? Uh, we, yeah, we played there last, or I guess not this past September, the one before, like, so okay. like, almost, like a year and a half ago. Okay, yeah. word. I'm maybe I'm getting the times wrong. They came bit. out, and um, I had a show that I was playing in Boulder, which I saw you at. Yeah. And um, I saw Matt, this Matt <laughs> Harris, <laughs> Matt and Harris. Brock and Justin earlier in the day, um, and Maddie O'Neill too. It was crazy, and Kevin, everybody. I didn't know I was going to see everybody, All but I did. Homies. But yeah, they were having a crawfish boil at Kevin's new house. Really? It was tight. I had never tight. eaten a crawfish. Matt like taught it? me how to peel the butt off and then <laughs> See, I've never done peel that. the poop off. Oh, yeah, the vein. <laughs> it's called the, it's the vein, right? It's not the poop. It's poop. Yeah. poop vein. What is the, the vein? Is it's the doo-doo. Yeah. It's doo-doo. <laughs> you gotta de-vein. It's like the shrimp. you got to de-vein it. But it's yep. shrimp so, doo-doo. Next time, next time I'm out east, uh, <laughs> we got to do a crawfish bowl because I've never done it. I've heard good things. It was really good. I'd love Brock to eat killed it. I was bummed that I had to what's leave the, early. Yeah, what's the worst part? Let me ask you this. What's the worst part of the crawfish boil? Is it the corn on the cob? Is it the what? Is it the corn on the cob, little chunks of the corn on the cob? Uh, you know, I, I, I like the corn, but yeah, I'm the guy, I kind of like my, so there's like a lot of people do, you know, most people will do the corn and sausage. Like that's like kind of a given. Yeah. But mushrooms and garlic. Oh, that sounds and, good. Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm very on board with those things. My buddy yeah. uh, in New Orleans uh, put something else in there once. I was like, holy shit, this is good. Maybe it's celery, which is like, sounds kind of random. The celery one. celery is underrated i think yeah but the mush, <laughs> mushrooms and garlic like in there if they soak up all that juice god it's so good yeah I'm i glad. love mushrooms i can eat crawfish all day they're like wings so you can just like eat them all yeah. day you don't i'm down i, I i've never had it's it i've never, never had crawfish either nope i never I had crawfish i've never had a crawfish boil um a neighbor at my place is from um alabama where I live yeah. now in Minneapolis and he's been up here for like 10 years. And apparently he has like a yearly summer crawfish boil. I missed it last year. Cause I didn't know anybody. I was just moving in. Um, and now I'm moving out. So I'm going to miss it again. So <laughs> when I, a, when I, when I come see you guys next, let's do it. Let's, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah I'm going to make my way down to Memphis here soon. I was just talking to Jimmy yeah. about it. We're just going to go down there and just eat. Just eat. Yeah. I'm all <laughs> about Memphis. Down. When are you coming to Memphis? Um, I was going to just go sign up for like, um, a hip monk deal or like a kayak deal or something to like alert me when tickets are cheap. And then I'm just going to like pick a random weekend when it's fucking cold up here 
because I know it won't be there, and I'll go eat my face off. Jimmy was saying yesterday, like September, September, October, September, October. I don't know. Whatever Jimmy said. He was pretty drunk. He was pretty drunk. We were all drunk. Well, unfortunately, you will miss crawfish September, October. They're out of season then. Ah, wow! Wow! Yeah, you get a ton great barbecue in Memphis, and Memphis has a great food scene too. Um, That's what I keep hearing. That's why I'm so stoked. We went down to Austin, and I was seriously sort of underwhelmed with the food there. I mean, I ate lots of kinds of tacos. Texas barbecue is not my jam, and I don't like dry rubs. So I was like, meh. The tacos were decent. I mean, there. Yeah, I agree. I think the sauce, like I said before, I think the sauce was better than the taco itself. You know, um, anyway, and Texas barbecue, Memphis barbecue. Like I, I, I appreciate nice smoked barbecue, like the like a Texas brisket barbecue. I like that. But when I think of when I think of barbecue, I like sauces. Mm-hmm. And stuff Me like too. That. I want barbecue yeah, like, sauce. I like, in, like you baste, <laughs> like you're basting the meat well. It's cooking on the grill or uh-huh. however Good. you're doing it. That's how I like barbecue. That's what I think of when I think you're of barbecue. You're a baster. I'm not gonna lie. You're right. so you, well, then you'd like Memphis too because like Memphis will do like the dry rub. You know, that's like a big thing. And then they also do like. You know, wet sauce too. They kind of have like both both groups in there. Because some people are like die hard, like dry rub only. Dude, that's kind of me. Right. I like the sauce on the yeah. side. That way, I can gauge it out to see if someone's like yeah. really well, doing it right. Yeah. Right, and right, see, right. And the and the thing is, is what you hear a lot of people say, like you know, uh, uh, that you know, are like more like the aficionados of barbecue. They're like, well, if it's good barbecue, you don't need sauce, right? Which I right. I, I can agree with, but I'm like, you, I, I, was, I do like sauce. I'm a big sauce fan, so even if it is good barbecue without it, I'm still gonna dip in some sauce. Right. Oh, it's for sure, yeah. And like, the, I, I work yeah. at a restaurant as a server, and our chicken that we do, we do fried chicken, and we always do dry rubs if you want it. Yeah. Uh, and we do sauce on the side and I like that and the dry ribs are good, but I still prefer sauce. And when I'm thinking of like grilled barbecue, yeah, so- you got to baste it. You got to sauce it up. Sauce. Otherwise you're just, it's not a barbecue. You're just smoking meat. Yeah, that's right. It's not a barbecue. Saucing. Sounds like smoke the meat should be a euphemism. That should be a song. <laughs> is that like a blowjob euphemism? Smoking know. the meat? It is now. Smoking yeah. sausage. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyhow, so yeah. um, you got to do something really cool last weekend. There was, uh, people won't hear this for a couple weeks, but okay, three weeks ago was summer camp. And um, you played with Justin and a bunch of other ballers uh, f- to, do, to do a Nine Inch Nails tribute set. Yeah, so it was so so it's, it's actually me, me and Brock. Uh, okay, you and Brock. Uh, sorry, and Justin. Dan. Sorry, Brock. Are you, are you good? <laughs> uh, Justin really wanted to do it, but he didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Sorry, Justin. No, I'm just kidding. That, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Justin you definitely me in trouble. Would, would have been would have been good on that. Uh, but no. So uh, last year at summer camp. So I guess the Umphreys guys every year do or the past few years they've been doing like some kind of like '90s like tribute set. Like a couple of years ago, I think it started with Nirvana, and then last year they did Green Day, and they did like the entire Dookie album. Wow, Ooh, that's uh, really cool. I would have been that's into really that. Those, those, and it, it's always like you know a couple of guys from Humphreys and like some other like random guests. Well, did they play like an? Uh, did they play like twelve sets this year too? Oh uh, yeah, probably yeah. I think that yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> between it's like for the people people who don't know, uh, summer camp is down in Peoria or outside of Peoria, Chillicothe, Illinois, right outside of Peoria, and it's the yeah. um, it's Moe's Festival, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mo, yeah. Mo and I think I think Umphreys says a few years ago, like kind of joined to it's like both Umphreys and and Mo's best. Right. I think yeah, Mo, yeah, it's yeah. Like that. It's just and there's about yeah, eight, so, there's about eight stages, and between those two bands, they play about twenty to thirty sets each year. 
over the weekend. So yeah. sorry, that's crazy. a little tangential, but continue. No, 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 no. Good that backstory. But so they, uh, so last, so last year when they were doing this Green Day set, uh, uh, Jason from Cherub um, had walked over to you know to catch it, and he was like loving it. And uh, after they you know, finished, uh, Ryan Stasek was walk, walking off the stage, bass player from Humphreys, and uh, Jason look, grabs him and says, "Dude, next year, nails." Stays it looks at him and goes, dude, hell yes. He looks over at Ian Goldberg, which is like the uh, the owner, like buyer, one of the buyers of the festival. And uh, and it stays it looks at him and he says, dude, next year, nails. And he was like, yes, on it. So so then they started they got the ball rolling, and then Jason reached out to uh, to Brock and I about doing it, and to Elliot Lip, and uh, uh that was it. It was yeah. So so me, me, Brock, Elliot, Jason, and then Jake and Ryan from Humphreys. And uh, yeah, so we, <clears throat> me and Jason and Brock kind of worked on putting a lot of the track stuff like together. Um, like for some of the songs, we were able to find like the actual like studio stems that because uh, Trip Reservoir, I guess, is all about you know like you know uh, open source. You know, like kind of that's so tight. Like, Know, kind of throwing everything up. <clears throat> so, yeah, so there were a lot of like a few, like a lot of the very heavy textualized and like you know uh, electronic stuff, like the songs that we were doing. Like we were actually able to find find the stems for, um, and so like it, it was not so much for like a lot of like the synth lines, but like a lot of really like textural stuff that like it's like it's like you just, it's hard to like recreate. We're able to get so it really kind of added that extra bit of like authenticity to it and the overall sound, but. That's awesome. Me and, me, and, me and Brock and Jason worked on putting like, you know, like we, we made some like scratch tracks, like recording drums and guitars and vocals and uh, kind of built the set out and sent it to um, to Elliot and Jake and Ryan so they could kind of practice to it, you know, doing their parts. So we never actually did a full rehearsal uh, until we, we sound checked and we were able to run through, I think, like four or five songs, which was great to be able to get through some, but we didn't even get a full rehearsal on it. So... Crazy. I was like, I was like pretty, uh, like pretty impressed with how well, how well prepared everybody came together for it to where, I mean, pretty much got through the set without like any hiccups, you know, like, so that was, that was, that's insane. That, that, was, that was pretty great. I was like, I was like, wow, that's like, especially on the, the Umphreys guys part, just like be able to come in there and like really without that, because like me and Brock and Jason were able to kind of be together and like work through some stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Elliot came through like just the day before we left for summer camp and we ran through some stuff. Uh, and he That's, crushed it as well. I mean, he really got some really cool sounds dialed in. Uh, him and Jason both have like a modular synth rig. And they were getting a lot of cool sounds, like to kind of add to it. It was a lot of fun, man. A ton of fun. And I mean, I know, uh, I think they were, Ryan and Jake were really wanting to do some other shows. So hopefully we'll take it on the road and do a few more shows at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, awesome. that'd be awesome. I love Nine Inch Nails. Uh, That's like, sorry, I went to go uh, refill some coffee. You guys, you're talking about that Nine Inch Nails set, right? And coming yeah, in yeah. prepared and whatnot. Um, and that's like pro status stuff, like session status guy stuff. Like everybody comes in very well prepared, knows the yeah. song inside, you know, frontwards and backwards. Um, did you, you know, you know, dialing in the tones and getting all the parts and, and all of that is one thing. But the biggest thing is like syncing up with the arrangement on stage. And you guys were all, that all kind of fell into place. Yeah, it did. That's yeah, awesome. It, it, That's awesome. Yeah, it, all, it all fell into place pretty well. The only, <clears throat> only one thing I, I, I can remember that was like, oh, I kind of like an oh shit moment was on 
which ended up being good because it was the only thing in like the backing track were like the vocals. But somehow we got behind like one bar on the, so when we got to the chorus, like uh, it was, uh, you know what you are, you know, something. don't you fucking know what you are. So we got to that, like, so Jason like hits that first one. And then like the next bar later, the backing vocals came in and we were like, oh, weird, what is going on? So somehow or another, like we got like, Ahead, like a bar, which it wasn't a huge deal because it was just vocals in it. Luckily, it wasn't anything like any kind of like, you know, like, you know, synced like arcs or right. anything like that. That would right, like, right, right. it would be weird. But that was right. the only like hiccup I can think of and where it, like, oh, dude, but it, you know, it ended up not being like, you, it was like, I don't think anybody noticed. So. Were you guys, were you doing it all live or was there, um, were you guys like running an, an Ableton? Uh, type yeah, of we were, yeah, we, so we were running yes, some some track stuff too for like some. Like oh, that. okay, yeah, that makes it that and makes it a little bit easier with the arrangement. Saying, yeah. You got up when he was saying um, this is really cool. Like Trent Reznor's super huge on like just putting it all out there. So they had sure. stems yeah. actually for like lots of stuff yeah. that they were able mm-hmm. to like use for textures, especially for like the weird shit that's probably hard to recreate unless right. you like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so, like, like closer, I was able to get like the like the you know the drum stems for that. Like so, I was like on the SPDS, like had the actual like samples. Nice. Yeah, like nice. That. That's awesome. That's so cool. So when you kicked off the tracks, was it mostly like whoever was handling the more electronic aspects would start that? So uh, Jason, Jason uh, would ha- handle those. And he, and he did a great job of like, after every song being like, all right, everybody, everybody ready? Everybody good? All right, here we go. And then we get, you know, click in and then nice. and start and start the song. Uh, cool. So yeah, it was, I mean, Jason did a great job of really like kind of, putting all that together so i think a lot of people like the layman would not know what's going on for you while they're watching you on stage so um like i assume you have a typical like in-ear monitoring setup but basically yeah so he plays through like a click track that only he can hear and that's how they like maintain the tempo um like throughout the entire song and that's how djs are able to continue to mix and like be, be able to beat match and be sticking with the same tempos. Cause Matt's hearing like a click Yeah. in these like secret looking head, these secret headphones. So if you didn't know that, <laughs> that's yeah, what's no, going no. on. I didn't know uh, that. That's sweet. Yeah, no. Yeah. So that, that, <laughs> and, and, and like us, you know, like with, with a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, especially with stuff like that. So like time-based So if anybody, like if Jake, you know, wanted to have a delay on his guitar, um, exactly yeah in sync with the song you know he could set you know his delay pedal on that bpm mm-hmm. or like hardware oscillators for right. elliot yeah. and all that stuff right. yeah exactly. so, so we're all like we know so so like, no, we weren't we're, we're not actually like synced up instrumentally to where it's mm-hmm. just like oh we can just hit anything it's going to be perfect it's you know we have like basically the tempo and then, and then everybody else you know puts you know has that for each song for whatever year they're using Right. And so like with Elliot, you know, he would have some like, you know, like little like synth or ARP samples and uh, and he would just have the BPM and be queuing those like, you know, just like on the yeah. spot, you know, like, or, yeah. or like, like Jake, you know, like to lay on his guitar or, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it kind of helps it to where, you know, a lot of that stuff sounds a lot tighter. Yeah, right. or else it's like if you're not I doing can't that, even it's imagine good. it without if, that. If without it, like especially for an ARP sample, if you're if you're playing like chords and you've got your arpeggio right. like arpeggiator going right. on, and if you don't have the tempo even remotely close, it's going to be sounding like you're trying. Oh, it's going to sound like a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all do all the syncing on Ableton then? Because I use Ableton, so that's familiar to me. But I don't know how you would sync it together with anything else. So, so, um, so no, like again, so we're, we're not like 
we're not like linked up, like patched in or anything, or we're gotcha, not like, because yeah. you know, Ableton has like a link option. Yeah, now. you can you can set it as a control. You can, you can, over yeah. Wi-Fi, you can link, you know, your computers together. Right. So it's all like, you know, in the same, uh, like if you're launching clips, you can, you know, launch. It from it's like a global VPN. Yeah. 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 But, but we, we didn't do that for this. Uh, we, we talked about it, but Jason uh, just didn't really feel comfortable doing it because he, they never do that with Cherub and like, yeah just for like the sake of uh, the processing on a computer. He just, he was just like, I just feel more comfortable not doing that. We're like, cool. Yeah. Like no sweat. Like it's, it's, it's really like not that big of an issue to not. So, so Elliot like would have like, for instance, like his arps, like he'd have like, like a clip loaded up and he just has like the quantization set to oh, sure. know, no, no quantization. So he's just triggering it. So as long as he's got the tempo on his computer set, right. 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 He right, like, right. you know, he, he can kind of fire it on the spot. Uh, you know, one shot it and it'll, it'll, uh, to sure. Out as long as he's not late or ahead of like you know hitting it. Um, yeah, very cool. So yeah, but that was, yeah, that was a super fun set. That was a ton of fun. Went by way too fast. So I really hope um, I really hope we do some more shows because you know, we put a lot of work, you know time and work into it. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, just for it's, one show. I mean, it sounds super dope. Do I, I hope so. I hope that you guys do it again because. I think um, I think honestly, Nine Inch Nails is fucking great, and uh, I think people need to hear their music more often. This is what it needs to happen, and I mean they don't really tour a whole lot. No, it's so funny that they like they just like announced that tour. Yeah, you know, also like we're like holy shit, they're going back out on tour. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, which yeah, they're coming to Nashville. Definitely going to go to that show. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, it's Frank so, Reznor's a genius, man. This was like a little feeler, I guess, for you out into doing like stuff on your own. Like I mean, Sans Brock, really. So. Yeah, what are your plans now um, that Zugma's taking a break? What are you going to do? So me personally, I, uh, I've been working on some music, uh, just the, my own like solo stuff. And that's kind of my plan now is to get like, to put a record together. Um, I don't really have like a, a date on it. I'm just trying to, you know, like to uh, so get the music written and kind of oh. put together an album that, you know, sounds you know, conceptualized. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What are you, uh, what are you aiming for, for a uh, length for how many tracks are you going to, you thinking like an EP, uh, like um, five, six, or are you going to go know, like 12, 14? That's, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I've thought about a couple different ways of like either maybe like producing enough music for like two EPs and just have them kind of like slotted yeah. to like go like kind of like put one yeah. out and then like you know, a few minutes later yeah. put another out. Yep. Dig it. Uh, I which like I that. feel like would probably be, be better at least getting off the ground, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, like an album's like a strong look, yeah. but at the same time, I don't, I feel like they're really underrated and that people are so ADD these days yes, that exactly. like yeah, sure. so much of what yeah. you do on an album just goes completely underappreciated because people yep. don't have the attention no, span right. to listen to I was all gonna, the songs. I was just going to ask a few songs. And especially sure. with SoundCloud reach the way it is right now no. and just like everything reach has Dude, just been I was really just gonna touch fucking on that. with me. I was going to touch on that. <laughs> it's, it's funny because like, if you go back into like a lot of seventies, uh, bands, 70s groups, like quote, prog rock type guys, um, their albums would be seven tracks, maybe long, but a lot of their tracks might be a little bit longer. It might be like a 35, 40 minute album. Quote, I mean, album. Right. And nowadays yeah. you can have like five or six tracks and make it an EP. It might be like 20 minutes because of the way that uh, the song lengths have changed over time. 
Um, right. But like you touched on, Megan, with like people being ADD and there's so much music coming out almost every day. Well, it's if so you're much deep, the culture that's causing this. Because if you look back yeah. at how, like, think about group therapy, like Above and Beyond's group therapy yeah. is one of the most like revered albums of all time, like Cascade's album, you know, like mm-hmm. people did used to give a shit about yeah. electronic yeah. albums. And I think Probably you can still true. do that. I think you can do that, though, still with, too, with EPs. really good but you have like, to, publishing and, and like, even, like PR going yeah, on. No, even with like singles, though, let's say let's say you were releasing quote singles, like traditional single where you'll have um you know a side and a b side if you're going back to vinyls like 45s and that's two songs now you can do sing a single can be like three songs you know on spotify or something like that what? and yeah think about it so yeah a single is one song but there used to be a b side there used to be two songs on a single right what would it be physically <laughs> anyway, you guys, it's just going over your guys' heads. It's not, it's not hard. So it's no, I, I remember, I remember buying singles. Like, I like, get it. You're following. Like you're going to take, there's an A side and a B side. Why would they ever songs. have called it that? I guess I'm just Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven was a B side of a single. What's the B side? It's just a different song. It's backside. Your B side. Your A side, your B side. Different song. Okay, word. Yeah. So you got so two songs on a single. The terminology is just confusing. Like, yeah. All right, we got a single. That all right, so let's just say hypothetically like, you're releasing an EP. <laughs> you, okay, to make it, to sim- simplify it, bring it up to We don't, got it. You're, you're releasing Ow. an EP. You're releasing Ow. a three-track EP. <laughs> a three-track EP. Okay, guys. Stop. Dude, all right. We're Help us, Cat. Okay. A three-song three EP, you release it four times a year, quarterly. That's 12 tracks. You can... You don't have to make them all uh, cohesive. You only have to make three songs cohesive. So you don't have to make 12 songs cohesive right. in an album anymore. Right. You can do three songs quarterly and they can be different vibes because of people's ADD. That might even be I still be even think three songs is hard for people sometimes. Sometimes they still can't be bothered to listen Dude, to three Well, that's what I'm saying, but it's like better, than, it's better than a five or six track, <laughs> quote, traditional EP yeah. Yeah. where they're going to be bored or listening to the next thing by track two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's true. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 like Meg was saying, the, the the attention span. I feel like for a lot of people, these most people. I mean, unless it's somebody I'm like really into, even personally, unless it's like an artist I'm, I'm already like really like turned on to, like for it's sure, hard for me sometimes to listen to a full record. You know, just agree, agree. Like, now a lot of times I just get on Spotify or Apple Music and just play like the release, mm-hmm. new release playlist. Like oh that's tight I like that add that to my library right, like right, check right. out more yeah, than music I, I used to do I used to do this for my job I used to have to listen I used to work for a record label and I had to listen to them front to back 12, 13, 14, sometimes twenty songs oh, if wow. it's a rap album okay, and they're doing Timbaland. skits if they're doing skits <laughs> with a rap album exactly you said Timbaland yeah, yeah they're doing a minute long was like twenty four yeah. songs I know fuck that shit. I, I like shock to value too. I don't want. I don't have two hours of my life to listen to the same artist and like go through a four hey, and a half minute shit song. That album was pretty tight. Okay, he featured like Missy Elliott, Justin Timberlake, Fall Out Boy, The White Stripes. Like, I don't it care. Was the most like I don't care. That's it's too much. I used to do that. I used to do that for five years of my life, Nelly listening Furtado. to uh, listen to albums nice. front to back, and it's it's tough. And that's how I like to listen to music because back my whole. Um, mentality of buying an album or liking an artist was not based on if I, there's a song that I like. If they have 30 songs out and there's one song I like and 29 I hate, I don't like them. Um, I, if it was an album and there's a 12-track album and I like seven or eight songs, then I'll, I'll buy, I would buy that album. That was my mentality going in. I'd listen to it front to back. And I did that forever. And as time has gone on and music is more readily available and more people can release music on their own, it doesn't. that doesn't work that way anymore. You know? Right. You can. Well, also, you, you have I to like think to about the it, fact that because people are so ADD, there's a catch 22 where they don't want to listen to your album, but you have to keep putting shit out all the time. Right, 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 right. So, right. like, you don't, people don't have the time to 
make an album all the time, which is a whole other thing. Like, but that's it's funny so, because that's how that because you're trying you have the pressure to crank out material. Yeah, People can't just right. like take a break a lot and just like be it, like. I'm going to do what they used to do. I'm going to go hide away for a year and make an album. Right, right, and right. then I'll be back. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the irony is that that's how it used to be done in the fifties. So it's, it's come full circle. People think this is a new thing. It's not a and new 60s thing. And 70s. Yeah. Yeah. 80s. People used to release singles instead that's of albums. They records singles could only before. hold like two songs. Let's also think about yeah, that. Well, Yes and no, but I mean, it was just the way that it. The, uh, well, radio is like the I way guess. people listen to music then. Too. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, that. Too. It's like real only way, you know. So like, yeah, it's like people were. Yeah, like they couldn't singing. be like, here's yeah, the and, whole new album from yeah, the Cordettes. Yeah, you couldn't put out. I mean, you couldn't put out an album. You couldn't really put out an album with success unless you had four singles that were already successful yeah. on that eight-track album. You know. Which, if you think about it, it's kind of like almost we're, we're kind of like. We've come back to full it. circle to that. That's what I'm saying. We've come back full down. circle to this now. A new format, you know? Yeah. But now people aren't going out and buying albums because it's already available to stream online for free. So you can't release an album after the fact now with your four singles you've released over the past year. So basically right. what we're saying is we're fucked. We're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start. I'm just going to make 30 second songs. We're all fucked. That's the idea. <laughs> so, 30 second songs. Sell it to a, get a, uh, get a, um, a sync deal with like, like a car company, their giant budgets. That's how you're making money these days. Your 30 yeah. second songs out there. It is raining cats and dogs here. It it's is. insane. Okay, so yeah, when should we expect some solo jams from you? I heard some. I got the VIP treatment, and I got to hear it a little bit when I was when we were on tour, and it was fucking dope. Yeah. So I'm super stoked. <laughs> oh, thanks, Meg. Um, so uh, I like again. I don't really have like a date yet, so. It's it's been it's been kind of weird like with with the whole like these last few Zoogly shows and like everything you know kind of winding down with that it's it's been you know it's it's still been a lot of like of work going into that too so I haven't really been able to like fully commit to like to like really like buckling down on getting this record done so it's been like a little here a little there uh, but you know we'll we'll be done with our you know shows at the end of the summer so I'm thinking hopefully by like the spring of 2019 oh, nice. have like okay. i'll have something like something ready you know like early you know 2019 have something ready maybe sooner maybe before that but well we'll I have to have you back wanna, when it drops yeah definitely i'd love to do sure. that but yeah. yeah i think you know because i really want to get like the you know again like you know kind of a you know, cohesive sound together i want to you know get something thought of a name yet for like you know what i'm going to be you know, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with just going Matt Harris. You could Matt be Harris. called True Feels. I've been trying to sell that one for a while. <laughs> ah, it's a great one. Yeah, it's a weird we already have merch for you. Yeah, <laughs> check out the sign. Check out the I'm, I'm a okay with hat. that. I guess. could have multiple True Feels. <laughs> That's like, so, it's like twins. You should. Yeah, we should totally make an act where just like we could have five of us playing a show at the same time. All we'll over be the like country. marshmallow. Just monopolize. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yes. marshmallow. We'll just all wear the helmet, play in multiple places at once. I already got a wig. I'll yeah, which, where is it? Where is it? It's back there. I'll go get it. Uh, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really translate. That This wig doesn't really translate to the listeners. Since uh, our podcast is on a scale of one to Martin Luther, like the like. Oh, Martin Luther, like the like monk, the, the, <laughs> like the Lutheranism, monk. and like. <laughs> And also, like, who would you Andy, say? Andy Warhol. And Andy Warhol, Andy Warhol made a baby, a sacrilegious musical baby named <laughs> Durf. What's up, guys? It's Durf Jones back again. <laughs> Man. 
Jeff Jones. Frosted hair, I love it. Thank you, my oh, man. It's a good look, man. It's really working on that. We're bringing back, we're bringing back oh, yeah. the nineties. Oh my it's, god, it's, it's very crisp. It's like a hundred outside and humid, but like fuck it, I'm wearing this all day. Okay, yeah, gotta do it, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, something for the people. <laughs> all in, all in for the style, bro. Gotta get it. Uh, so to, we're gonna wrap this up. We're trying. To, we try to keep these around forty-five minutes. Men's minutes, dude. Sick phrase, dude. Sick phrase, right? Like that. Minutes, I was like, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like texting. I was thinking about like texting. How know? much time of my life I waste saying nuts? <laughs> so I feel, I feel probably like at least 15 minutes. I'm incredibly embarrassed right now. Yeah. <laughs> at least 20 minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, what did you have to say? It's going to take sorry, you a minute. All, <laughs> all right, sorry. Um, I was going to say, so this is coming out on June 15th. What's going on after that? You want, what do you want to promote for people? Well, week? yeah, so well, um, we, so Zoom was doing our last Memphis show. Um, we just got kind of like our OG hometown. Uh, Memphis and Oxford, I guess. Yeah, so we're doing that June 30th uh, at cool. the New Daisy Theater and, and uh, right on Bill Street in Memphis. And we have a couple of the shows that we're, we're uh, locking down right now, too. We're going to do one more Nashville show, one more Denver, 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 Denver show, and then potentially another Charleston, South Carolina show. So all like wrapping up by the end of the summer, which at that point, yeah, I'm just kind of focusing. Well, I, mean, I guess really from now, I'm kind of really like working on a lot of like my music, but um, just trying to trying to get that cranked out. Uh, I also love like working with other artists too in like Nashville, just like other, uh, just as a producer. Um, and so just trying to, you know, do more work like that, uh, just really allow myself to be open just to more opportunities and other things. And, and whenever it feels right to come back to, to Zuma, we will, you know, we'll do that, but I know we won't be able to like, you know, not do it for too, too long. So, yeah. so we'll, yeah. we'll be back at it again. And, Year, two, three, four, who knows how long it'll be. But, you know, <laughs> cool. Whenever, whenever we'll the past crosses again. Right again but, but I know, um, you know, we're all looking forward to kind of having this time to, to kind of take a breath, take a breather, and do some other stuff creatively. And yeah, so excited about cool. it. Excited about the future. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. great, man. Great. Fun fact, I was born in Memphis, so everyone okay, knows that. Were you really? Yeah. Oh wait, I, th- I feel like we talked about this. We talked right. about it. I said yeah. I was born in Graceland Hospital, and Brock goes, "Oh yeah, they tore that shit down." <laughs> <laughs> I tore that shit down. Shut it down quick. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, cool." My one like, little anymore. birth fact. <laughs> yeah, oh, they burned that shit to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for yeah, hanging thanks, out with man. us for thank you guys. a while. Thank you guys. Enjoyed this. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, well, we'll catch up with you. Uh, you know, spring 2019 uh, or, yeah, or sooner yeah. when, yeah. You some, I'll, I'll when you get some. I'll see you for that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. All right. Well, well have a good day. Right, well, Peace. Thanks, you, you guys too. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, <laughs> thank you, Matt. A very, very cool interview. We can catch up with him probably 2019 when he said his uh, EP. I'm going to album. Memphis to eat, bro. I oh, don't know what you're talking about. Right. This is, I forgot. This is the food episode. So yeah, if we, you, but if we you know what we should eat. Comment on our SoundCloud. Yeah, comment on our YouTube. If you know what I should eat, repost all my tracks. <laughs> 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 
Um, so yeah, the one thing we, we forgot to do it last week too, but we remember it again, is album of the week. We'll never forget it. We'll never forget it, but we just kind of forget it. And here it is. Album of the week. All right, Pat. So what is your favorite album this week? <laughs> what happened to you? I don't know. You brought me a monster and I already drank that coffee. People can go listen to like other podcasts and hear me be like the stoned version of me where I'm like, thank you everyone for joining us on the Green Room podcast. <laughs> That's almost me right now. Sort of. But, but it's you're not. more like, hey, Whoa. my name is Durf Jones. Whoa. I'm here to entertain you while Pat takes forever to find his <laughs> album. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, let's hear it, bruh. My album of the week is by Beck. Midnight Vultures is really funky. You already did this one. I did? No, just kidding. I was thinking about doing it. <laughs> I was thinking Got about doing him. it. Anyway, um, yeah, it's, it has some great songs. Peaches and Cream, Deborah, really funky soul R and B. My favorite, my favorite uh, Beck. So that's it. That's mine. Man, what do you guys got? Does it? Does it? That's yours too, man. What's yours? No, uh, that's mine too. Was that yours does it too? Have to be no. Was that yours no. also? No. Dude, we all picked back. Oh my God, Beck. that's insane! If you hear us, call in, bro. We're waiting. If you hear us, repost uh, my tracks. Nine one one. Okay. Holy shit! Uh, I just died. What was I gonna say though? Oh, does it have to be a new album? No, it can be it anything can be you any want. Any album Man. ever. Okay, the album I've been listening to a lot. I've brought back my sixteen-year-old self, and I've been listening to. The B-Sides album, 45 and 46 songs that weren't good enough to go on our other records by No Effects. Nice. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. been telling me that you've been in this, like, what, a, a punk phase, I guess, is what the genre of No yeah. Effects is. Yeah. I used to be completely obsessed with No Effects, and, like, all of a sudden, I was in the airport the other day, and, like, a little tired trying to, like, hype myself up to, like, play the show. Yeah, and, same. Uh, Put on some no effects, and I was like, oh my god. And then the floodgates unleashed once again, and now I am 16 no. again. And now you're just punk and drublic <laughs> yeah, all over just again. Kidding, but yeah, the fountain I'm of youth. Obsessed man. with them again. That's tight. Yeah. I was never super That's into cool. no effects, but I was into that more like lame, poppy, pop punky kind of for shit sure. instead. For sure. That was my jam, you know? Right. right yeah. On. Right I, on. Yeah. I loved Hot Topic. Hot Did Topic you? was sick. Did you yeah, shop I loved at Hot, Hot Topic, Topic for sure. I, I bought uh, I bought a T-shirt there once, and it shrunk up to a little belly shirt, and I never went in again. <laughs> <laughs> what band was it? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dude, we should it was start. a black. It was a you black. You should give me the belly shirt. Yeah. I did, threw Dude, it away. We long, should start a band ago. called Hot Topic Tragedy. Hot Topic Tragedy. Hot yeah. Topic right. Belly Shirt. Belly <laughs> Shirt. I vote for that. That'd be a good song. I like it. All right. Like it. My album of the week is um, Welcome Interstate Managers by Fountains of Wayne. Oh, that's a good one. Um, it's an amazing album. Uh, the song Stacy's Mom is on it. True. But people always only think of Stacy's Mom when they hear Fountains of Wayne. In fact, I think that if people had their way about it, that they would never even know that Fountains of Wayne ever made another song besides Stacy's Mom. But... They have way more Shots going fired. on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, the whole album's just super bomb. Like, um, I'm just trying to look up right now. What movie did Fountains of Wayne come from? Um, they didn't come. Oh, the No, oh, like the, band the name. name. Yeah, I don't remember that. Was it Steel Magnolias or something like that? No. Something weird. Some sort of weird. No, it's Superman like the Big Lebowski three? or something. What? Yeah, it's something ridiculous like that. Um, I think it was Steel Magnolias. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life, so I know that's not it. Because I remember seeing, like, I was watching some movie and saw 
Will you try to look it up and see what it's from? Um, and saw like <laughs> that the fountain shop they were at, like shopping for like a landscaping, some landscaping shit was called Fountains of Wayne. I was like, oh my god, that's what? But anyway, the whole album's bomb. That is like every song's a different genre. It's like hippie stuff to folk stuff to like old school sounding country stuff to Stacy's mom. Um, like more alternative, <laughs> not alternative, but like it's, pop rock. What? Okay, so it's. It's taken from um, a lawn ornament store that really exists in New Jersey, and it was featured after they came okay, up with that okay. band name in a, a Sopranos episode. The Sopranos. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Tony Soprano loves Fountains of Wayne. Oh fact. man. Lies lawn gnomes there. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. What but was it should have been called Carmela's mom has they got were, it going on. Nah, they were in that. Ah, uh, Carmela. Carmela. Ah, Bring me some pasciola. <laughs> you say prosciutto? Uh, well, they say it different. Okay, true. I wish I could talk <laughs> I can't cool. do it well at all. <laughs> <laughs> I had a prosciutto and arugula pizza just to backtrack a little bit the other day. Oh, nice. Really? Yep. Yum. Yep. Back to the food here where we should go. The Sopranos. Here we are. Back at the food. Boom! Oh, Italian places. Go. Amore Victoria. Bro- Uptown. Bro- yeah, bomb. Broders on 50th and Penn. It's almost Edina, so say what you want, everybody that is from okay. Minneapolis listening. But, uh, what do they do there? Eat cake? No, but I grew up relatively close to Broders, and they have a prosciutto and arugula pizza, and it is the fire. And nice. they have breadsticks that are chronic, too. Honestly, they got a deli, they got mm. a pasta bar across the street that's fancier, and nice. now they have an even fancier place, Kitty Ooh, Corner. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. That kind of reminds me of the Chop Shop. There's a place in Chicago called the Chop Shop that I've played at a couple times. Um, I think I play there with Zugma. Crazy. So, yeah. Woo, Matt. Thanks. Um, have you ever... Anyway, have Zugma you guys and I played there, and the Chop Shop has a deli in the front. Is it But Italian they also food? have a restaurant. No, but it's like really, really dank deli meats, and they make sandwiches up there, too, that are so, so Have good. you ever been to... Where? Chop Shop. What's the Eddie? It's in Chicago. Oh, gotcha. Have yeah, you guys right. ever been to Lowry Hill Meats in Uptown, Minneapolis? Is that the liquor store? No, Lowry Hill Meats is right next door. It's kind of like down the street. (laughs) It's like the same thing. I can only find things based on their liquor store landmark. Lowry Hill Liquors, it's right next door. So Lowry Hill Meats is like a chop. It's kind of like a a deli, but then they make sandwiches and they're supposed to be really bomb, but I've never been there, even though it's like five blocks away from me. Mm. Damn, I should go. That's what I should go. Have you been to Birch? Uh, I have been to Birch before. Is it's, it good? Yeah, it's really good. Everybody says it's, it's really steakhouse? Yeah. It's bomb. Yeah. Dude, the Lowry's good. It's right there. You well, want to eat some deviled eggs? Dude, on happy dude. hour, deviled eggs are a buck. Yeah. So if you ever just want to eat like Scared? 30 billion deviled yeah. eggs, yeah, yeah. go to the Lowry, a, a buck. <laughs> um, no, the Birch is owned by the same guy that owns uh, Bar La Grassa, I think, in 112 Eatery. Mm. Speaking of Italian food, Bar La Grassa, bomb. Dank. Mm. I don't know if I've been there, And to speaking be honest, of things I've that rhyme with Bar La Grassa, Brassa. Dang. Oh, my God. (laughs) Brasa is in Northeast. It's a rotisserie chicken place. They have a St. Paul location, too, I'm pretty sure. Boom. Hit it. Yeah. Um, Also, Spitz is over there, that Mediterranean place. Oh, they they do Donner Boxes? They have really good beer in there. They have uh, Surly Todd the Axeman. That's on tap in there. And they have board games. So it's like a better version of the Chatterbox. Nice. A Mediterranean new Chatterbox. Have you guys ever eaten at Renata in Uptown? It's an Italian New. No, that sounds like the fanciest thing we've talked about so far. Renata. No, it's it's like. Have you uh, ever been to Renata? Oh, I tire of this. Take me back to Renata. Let's go back to the catamaran. This <laughs> chair is not comfortable. Good <laughs> <laughs> yes. turn, Pat. Uh, no, I, I can't talk. Oh no, I got my <laughs> 
Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, All right. Well, that pretty much does it, everybody. Thanks for coming this week. Uh, we love you. Thanks for putting up with us. Go stupidity. eat at one of the places we talked about and then repost our shit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>